you're recording. Yes, I am recording. Okay. I told you. I told you. I've been telling you the past couple of episodes. He told me, folks. We're here. <laughs> we're in. We're live. Ish. We're, no, we are live. We are live. This us. is for us. Yep. In our reality, <laughs> we are live. But um, yeah, I hope you all had a great week. Well, I mean, it's Wednesday, so I don't know. It's halfway through? Hump it's day. Hump, hump day. day. Wasn't that in a song for a commercial, hump, hump Day, and it's like a camel? No, I can't remember it, but it was really popular here. Well, you, you keep singing that Red Hot Chili Pepper song, the hump day. <laughs> oh, yeah, hump I, day, I, do, hump I do. But with Trump in it. Trump de bomb de hump de Trump de bomb. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of funny. It's more. It's more fun. There's there's things that are fun and there's things that are funny. Yes. And I do more fun things for me. They're fun for me. I don't know how fun they are for you. Oh, they're great fun for me. I love it. They're a weird band, aren't they? Old chili, chili peppers. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like. You guys are probably going to think I have like a horrible taste in music because I'm like, yep, don't like the Rolling Stones. Ah, Metallica's overrated. (laughs) Everybody thinks they're amazing. The Chili Peppers Stadium Arcadium was probably one of their best albums ever. I mean, how can you... It's two discs and nearly every song is a f***ing hit. I mean, I dig it. It's alright. You get Wet Sand... You got you got Humpty Bump. Oh. You have Danny California. I like Californication. Californication. That's on. I don't know. No, the album. album's called that. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see how much I know. All I know is it's got a swimming pool with what looks like Mars in it. Oh, I, I can't. I just remember it being blue, so that makes sense. It was a swimming pool. Well, yeah, it's a swimming pool, like. And then you had the ocean in the background. What's his name? Anthony Clitoris or something. My, oh, God. my dad always Annalie, used to say. Annalie? Annalie Clitoris. That'll do. Annalie Clitoris. <laughs> my dad was always like, great image. Great image. And I'm like, he doesn't wear he any clothes. He has a bowl cut. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a Beatles cut with a sort of a biker's, biker's oh, tattooed please, body. Please. <laughs> Walter, Walter, no. My name's Lennon. Watch it. I'm not a communist. I promise. I promise. I had no it's idea. It's a horrible who impression, you were doing but impression I'm trying. Until you said I'm sorry. what I thought sounded like linen, like the sorry. material, but I'm assuming that was Lennon. I love doing voices, but I'm so bad at it. So it kind of makes it a little bit funnier. I don't know. It was good. It's Any- more people laughing at me than people laughing with me, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm okay with that. As long as people are laughing. Yeah, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Anyways, anyways, I took a can I just topic, say sorry. no, no, you brought us right on topic because music. I love music. Music's always been a huge inspiration for me. Um, unfortunately, when I was growing up, I couldn't listen to a lot of rad music. <laughs> I mean, well, I tried to find rad versions of what I was allowed to listen to. Um, what do you mean? But You're telling me they do Christian versions of of pop music you had to find rad first wait wait what yeah so you had like uh i remember this song <laughs> i think it's called dive diving in or diving deep or something like that by steve's curtis chapman <laughs> and it you know it had some umph it had had a bit of rock and roll and i just remember being as a kid and my mom she didn't even like that 
she she let me play it because it was talking about you know diving in deep to to Jesus and and the Holy Spirit and <laughs> oh, so, so she let me listen to it, but she didn't like that it was really rocky. Getcha. I thought maybe on like Jesus FM or something they did like sort of godly versions of pop oh, music. Oh, so kind so, of like a like almost doing what Weird Al Yankovic does, but like christian music yeah like a, like a remix <laughs> yeah. but a, a christian one so they just swap out a few words and pop pop godly things in there and so that you I could mean, you'd get a tune but you you know what i mean i'm, I'm laughing because <laughs> does, i bet that exists does that exist someone it do, comment it does it does oh my god do you remember that you spin me right oh, around wow, jesus, jesus right, right around, around. like a record baby right no he never said baby it was oh, unless he said baby jesus like a record baby jesus oh round, 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 round. It's, it's so catchy and it shouldn't be let me it's explain. only catchy because of the we know the original song somewhere somewhere <laughs> i don't know where we found it on the internet but it was like a, a church group oh. i think maybe it was a mega church and some dude was singing oh yeah God. you spin me right round," but he jesus did and he looked like <laughs> he looked like a chad and i can't exp- it's only in my head i wish i could explain like bless him <laughs> and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just a type of dude you know yeah Chad is a type of dude that is very serious about God and has spiky hair with bleach tips. (laughs) Bless him. But we always sing that now. You spear me right around Jesus. And I'm sure if anyone was to hear that, they'd be, what? Oh, it's it's so funny. It's so funny because they're so serious. It's much, much, yeah. Oh man, we all had an awkward stage. I mean, I I'm still I going had, through mine. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I, well, actually, in reality, I think we're all perpetually always going through an awkward stage because of fads and trends. So, and we don't have a choice in the matter right. unless you're still wearing the same stuff from you know 30 years ago. Kind you'll eventually be in fashion at some point, <laughs> but, but but otherwise you only have so many options. What's in the store? So you're buying what's fashionable, even though you don't want to. That's why I shop at Goodwill. Oh bless, yeah, no, or I just cut all my clothes up and adapt them. And and I'm blessed that I do merchandise so yes. i get free clothes yeah, you with get my design own stuff, and wear your which own clothes, feels which... weird wearing but no it's, it's like it's a free shirt so that's no, great be your own. and it's it's also representing my client which is cool so i can tell other people oh this band yeah this band's rad and you know you're this a walking cool. advert for your own stuff that's, yeah that's and other people cool. that i work for yeah that's great yeah. It's amazing. It's a win-win, for sure. It is. No. <laughs> oh, Heidi looks so cute. I know, bless her. She's a good Oh, girl. gosh. But um, we were just, uh, yeah, the the last episode, we were, I was thinking, wow, there's so many things that we can kind of trail off the, the last ones. There's so many topics. Um, but music is a big one. Well, we uh, were talking about how our upbringings uh, was, was some form of influence or none, in my case. Um, well kind of um, the you know on our artwork and yeah you kind of wanted to expand from that didn't you well yeah I mean I don't know if like we were discussing on the last episode I don't know if it's my just 
personality rebelliousness <laughs> or if my upbringing did have something to do with it i think it did and i don't think i would necessarily be drawing exactly what i'm drawing without my upbringing mm-hmm. maybe some people would i don't think a lot of artists um in my field grew up like me i think the vast majority of them grew up very opposite to me um at least from talking to them so i don't know i mean it it is what it is and i'm glad that i had the upbringing that i did um, yeah, it's interesting because the, from what I can understand, the Midwest is kind of like the main Bible Belt area, isn't it? Um, mm, have I got that wrong? It seems like no, it, but I don't know well, if that's because I was there. It's called the Bible Belt for a reason because it's just the Midwest. Because it's strangling. What? Oh, yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strangling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, kind of choking all of your freedom out of you. <laughs> I'm not joking, I'm joking. No, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, you're, I mean, I think anyone listening to this is probably not going to be offended because okay. they probably feel the same way. Um, and I'm sh- I'm sure that they're pretty open-minded people as well. Um, so, yeah, even if they are hardcore rootin' toot, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. If it makes you happy and a better person, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I guess I was... Yeah, thinking about Red Hot Chili Peppers and just music and how influential it is. I'm sure everyone can relate to how influential music was. Um, And I don't really think my creativity really rocketed until I was able to listen to secular music. Well, I wasn't allowed to. I just started doing it and then my parents just eventually caved gave up <laughs> gosh again i don't know about music with my my art sorry to bring it back to me quickly no but no go please no but i was just thinking it doesn't really unless it's the sort of um the album score for like drop dead fred or something where it's all like sort of a foresty sprite type music there's i guess music's not a massive influence on my work either but but you're you're doing stuff for album covers and things like that which is actually really interesting because if you had that kind of music kept away from you for so long do you think that made you more determined to be like i'm doing band artwork because you ended up sort of fulfilling a dream there really yeah i don't know i i really don't know i i still i can't figure out if it's just my personality or if my if half or a portion of my personality was formed because of it goes back to that whole nature versus nurture type thing Mm -hmm. um i mean i guess it doesn't really matter at the end of the day my my upbringing is my upbringing and um the influences and things that i came across and you know changed my life and course and all that sort of stuff it happened for a reason um i i think Actually, I've already <laughs> forgotten the question. Well, well, sorry. Sometimes I just trail no, off, no, and I'm just. Fine. I was just saying that because you had that music kept away from you so long. Oh, did it make me more determined? Yeah. That, yeah. Sorry. Um, well, did you use it as an excuse to listen to the music? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do covers for them. Get out of it. No, because that whole I didn't even know that was a career path. Mm. Like I didn't even know that people got paid for that until way later. Like that's how sheltered I was. I just thought like. You know, you if you wanted to make any money in the world, you had to be a pastor. <laughs> just, or, or a, well, it a, looks a, like a, they make the most money these mega church so. Or or a or a mechanic like my dad Aww. because that's all. I, 
Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I was so like looking back on it, I didn't even understand how sheltered I actually was. Right. Like I didn't even start. I didn't. I don't even think I opened my first comic until I was like like a like horror comic until I was. I don't know. May, maybe like twenty one. Like I just I don't know. There was this whole there was this whole world, and the friends that I did have, they weren't really into that stuff. See, Um, at twenty one, you should have grown out comics by then. Then you were just getting into them. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I get your point. Yeah, no, it 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 is. I mean, it's the same as like you know, grown men not having children going to see you know Spider Man and you know well to be honest it, it no, is fun i mean there's nothing wrong with it but no. it, it is a little funny it's not actually well it it is funny to joke about it but my dad collected comics you know right up until you know he was in his 60s or whatever he'd go and check them and i go with my dad to there's a huge store in covent garden called um the forbidden planet and that was you know it's really really cool to see all the because i love i'm you know i love comics so um no i i'm only teasing I think, oh um, man, Forbidden Planet though—that sounds you would have loved it. So tantalizing. You would have loved it, Sam. It sounds like I would love it. I yeah. mean, it sound—it sounds forbidden. It's anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. No, you not might. anything. Um, but when I was growing up, yeah, like I guess to the loose term forbidden, yeah, anything kind of like that I wasn't allowed to do music, smoke cigarettes, drink. Uh, well, most kids aren't allowed to drink or smoke, but you know what I mean? It was, <laughs> it was because they were so strict. I just wanted to do all of it. Yeah. You know, I wanted to do drugs, get, get high, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess back on the, um, the music train, that was, I guess, what really kind of launched a lot of my creativity and just drawing. An anger and putting it into the art <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it did. No, it did. It was actually kind of a good outlet. Yeah, I did cool. 100% put all my anger into like drawing stuff. And I think that's actually probably why I started drawing ghouls and demons. It was probably another like f you to my parents too <laughs> like just you know what i mean yeah, it was yeah. it was it was the anger and that's how it was kind of manifesting yeah, it was it was it. drawing something that i knew would piss him off <laughs> you know yeah so and i i remember like trying to you know copy uh album covers or or trying to do my own rendition of album covers when i was yeah 12 or 10 10 or 12 i didn't well actually no it was it was around the same time as i was i was talking about that um like winged demon or whatever Mm -hmm. my dad and i had that conversation it it was all around that same time so i guess when i saw that rob zombie um album cover i snuck into my sister's room and she was hiding it in her closet (laughs) (laughs) because my sister's like seven years older than me but um yeah that was that was kind of it i was just like off on one did you ever used to go um shopping to the record shops and just look at the front covers because obviously you couldn't you weren't 
able to just listen on the yeah, radio. I think. In fact, that could. I really think a lot of a lot the the music and the drawing and the skateboards, going into skate shops, mm. um, that all really happened around ten. I think. I think that was kind of a, an explosion of excitement for me because I I finally, you know, my sister could drive at that point. And she did. Well, I do remember going to record shops. Remember when you'd be able to like listen to it before yeah, you bought yeah, it? Yeah. Oh man! I, and I was telling you the other day. I what was it? Oh, it was because of the podcast. You you were asking me why I marked it as explicit, and I said, "Well, that's." I mean, when I was growing up, if the album cover had parental advisory on it, th- that made me want to buy it. Right. Well, that, <laughs> so it was well, the same I, kind of it was the same kind of like thought process. Well, if I mark it as explicit, <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that interesting though? So it's like no wonder, even though you you you, I know you love music, and I know obviously you love your art, but the fact that you probably got so impacted by album covers to because you couldn't get to hear it, then go up to the guy who was working in the shop, be like, oh, please, can I listen to this? Um, we used to have that in uh, our price. Or oh, yeah. I don't think we had to ask anybody. Oh, we did. Well, maybe I did. Put the CD on for you. Okay. And they put you put some earphones on and you could stand there and listen to it. And um, but I, just, I, I wonder if I wonder if you um, the reason you went into doing art for artist as in music artist is because you were so impacted by what you were looking at in the record store which oh, maybe dictated 100%, yeah. your choice in because music. even yeah even when when i started playing uh video games uh halo i remember being a really big one hmm. uh, my cousin got halo for christmas um, and I remember seeing the flood. I don't know if you've played the video game, but the flood are yeah. like these mutated um, kind of creatures. Yes. Um, and I don't know if I saw, I didn't, my dad wouldn't let me watch the thing, but my <laughs> uncle, um, when we would be over at my grandma's for like Christmas or whatever, they, they'd, my uncle would always put on some like weird movie. He, he liked horror movies. Is this uncle him? Yeah, Uncle Hans. <laughs> oh my God, that's a whole podcast. That guy is a freaking. I love that guy. I've he never, is I've never, so wild. Never met him, but we have turkey beards hanging up around the house. From we him. have turkey beards. Beard. I have, I have his tooth that's been put in a wood mold. And his beard, I think, or, or not ponytail? a mold, but yes, his, I have his beard hairs. So I've met his hair, but I haven't met the man. <laughs> <laughs> And his teeth. I've met his teeth. Yeah. Was he going to send toenail say, clippings next I, time? No, I still have my tooth that I, I was going to put in um, in some kind of mold or something and send it to him. Because I had my, my tooth pulled and I wanted to return the favor. <laughs> so gross. Swapping body parts. Yeah, have a, have a jar of my earwax. <laughs> oh my God. But I think that's where all my like taxidermy intrigue comes from. Because when I would stay at his oh house... When I would stay at his house, he had like a taxidermied piranha. He had a taxidermied ah. like um, blowfish or pufferfish. Right. Um, he had Sam's all. He had all kinds of. It's, it's my dad's yeah, brother. Sam's father's father's brother. Yeah. Um, you know, having loads of coyote skulls and deer skulls, and you know, he hunts. All, he lives like in the middle of nowhere. Can I ask a question? What's up? This is darting all over the place. But <laughs> did it, did his house smell a bit? Oh, well, yeah, he's a bachelor. He lives in the middle of nowhere, 
he's retired and he just hunts and drinks beer. I don't okay. know if I should say, <laughs> say I mean, I don't think he'd mind. He's pretty chill. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh my gosh, he is... <sighs> Did I ever tell you the time that um, he had a mice problem and uh-huh. he found a black snake? Because the black snake could clearly smell the mice in his house. Uh-oh. And the black, he found a black, like a huge black snake. I don't know if any of, I don't know where all of you live, but black snakes are pretty common in Missouri. And they get mamba? huge. No, they're non-venomous. Okay. But they get huge. I mean, they'll really hurt if they bite you. It's not going to be fun, just like a boa or, My or a python. Span? Like how huge? Like they can get up to like six, seven feet. Okay. Yep. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're, they're not going to be as thick as like a boa or like a constrictor, but they, they get really massive. Anyways, huge black snake in his basement. And I was like, are you, what are you, are you going to get rid of that thing? He's like, no, it eats the mice. He's just free ranging. <laughs> Free ranging wild black, black snake, snake in his basement. Oh, wow. Wow. A, a mouse catcher. Right. Oh. Okay. I mean, different strokes. Oh, gosh. Free ranging. I mean, Amazing. I, oh, man. There's so many memories Did flooding it back. Turn on him. Turn on him. He didn't go in his basement very often. Oh, my God. He did. <laughs> Oh, God. He's one of those characters that, you know, like, makes and loads his own bullets. and. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I mean, it... Yeah. Let's just say my childhood growing up and going up there was probably the only um, wild uh, craziness that, that I ever really experienced. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't get it from movies and TV and... <laughs> video game it sounds more scary actually so oh my gosh yeah he let me drive i remember driving his stick shift when i was four uh, no not four (laughs) i was probably like eight eight or nine nine. i could barely see over the oh wow goodness him giving me a shotgun and us blowing up spray spray paint cans (laughs) this is me at like I think when we were doing that, when he was giving me guns, I was probably about 11 or 12. Wow. Like a 12-gauge shotgun. It, it would send me on my ass. Like, that's how tiny it was. Oh, my God. Don't. I can't believe you're <laughs> shooting, still here. Shooting bow and arrows straight up in the air. Just wait. Yeah, just seeing where they'd land. <laughs> probably on top of your head, donk. No. What the hell? He get, he get annoyed. He's like, you're going to lose all my arrows, boy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to lose a fucking eye. What are you talking about? <laughs> you worried about your arrows. You're just letting some eight-year-old kid just Pew. bum around with a freaking... I mean, they were the blunt ones. They were the mm. ones that mm. just would go into like styrofoam or hay targets. Or an eyeball. They weren't like the hunting ones. Those are real dangerous ones. He wouldn't let me right. have those until I was much older. Right, right, yeah. I mean, you'd still be able to puncture someone. <laughs> much, much older. What, like a few weeks? Yeah, a few weeks. Jeez. A couple of times. Well, oh, you God. sound like you had a very, very colorful childhood. <sighs> it's 
most kids that age yeah. on rollerblades and you're shooting arrows up into the air. I did rollerblade. Yeah, you're probably shooting arrows up into the air whilst on rollerblades. <laughs> actually, you. actually, when I, got, <laughs> when I got into video games, my uncle was very impressed because after playing with those for a few years and getting fairly decent at them, when we would like do bow practicing and stuff, bow I would practice. I would be running and then like trying to hit hit the target as I'm running because you know in video games you're always running around and you're trying you know first person shooters <laughs> I wasn't a half bad I don't think I ever got like a bullseye or anything but he was pretty impressed <laughs> that I was like running around and <laughs> trying to shoot oh my god oh god those were the days those were the days wow <sighs> that brings back yeah there's, there's yeah just endless stories it's so funny Back to the record shop. Back to the record shop, yeah. I think the first record I ever bought was uh, actually Gorillaz. Their, their untitled album. For real? Yeah. The one with them in that like Jeep or whatever. I feel like that came out about five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, I don't know. I'm like showing my age. Maybe early, early 2000s or I'm not sure. Wow, let's, I think let's let's look that up. Right the now. first the first album I bought was um, Bjork debut. Uh, two thousand one. Right. Yeah, Gorillaz. It, it was just a debut studio album. It, it was self titled Gorillaz. Hmm. Yeah, two thousand one. Wow. I mean, I didn't get it the day that it came out. Could have been <laughs> out like six months or so. I don't know. Oh man. But yeah. That was the first album my sister took me. <laughs> she asked me, she's like, because we were listening to it on the way home. She's like, do you smoke weed? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Because of that album. She, yes. She, she thought it was like, I don't know if like her friends that smoked weed were listening to Gorillaz or what. I mean, that doesn't I don't, strike me as a stoner album. Yeah. I don't know if I was smoking weed. I, I can't remember. Too high. I, I can't remember. No. <laughs> I can't remember. Huh. What a weird conclusion from that album. I find that quite fascinating. She would ask me that a couple of times. It was so weird. And she she clearly, I don't know, she, she had a couple of people that she knew that smoked weed, but she'd always get it dead wrong. I was never high when she'd ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, man, that... that uh, that Rob Zombie album, gosh, yeah, that really set me off. And the Nine Inch Nails and Corn, Slipknot, yeah, Cradle I wasn't, of Filth. I wasn't a massive fan of them when I was younger. It wasn't until I think I you, don't. It wasn't. It wasn't really me. a big Europe thing. I don't think Slipknot and Corn really got that big in they Europe did. until much later. Oh, okay, though. they were they were they were huge when I was growing up, but um, it was always seen as a little bit sort of naff. Yeah, yeah, I I can see that from like, because it's basically, I <laughs> even though I like that stuff because it's nostalgic to me. Mm. If I was older and I was seeing that come out, I would see that the same as kind of like Black Veil Brides or um, oh I I don't know just the the kind of like it's it's almost like pop metal. Yeah. Yeah. It's really catchy. Well, it it's was, re- it's it's quite simple. 
Especially corn. Corn's very simplistic. It was the fans, though, because they always had like an Elmo rucksack and then like a spiked dog collar. And, you know, lots of, <laughs> you know, when they have teddies hanging off their bags, but they cover them in red paint so they look like they're a bit bloody well, and that stuff. A thing? Okay, I didn't really see that a lot. I just remember the big. Um, what do they call them? The like kind of like parachute goth pants. I had and, some of that. And like the suspenders. Yeah. And no, I was the weird kid with the like plaid tight pants with the like bright yellow colors <laughs> and bright red. And They're cool. <laughs> I was that guy. That's awesome. With the freaking metal zippers that never worked and got caught on everything <laughs> yes. because they were like the crappiest metal you could put. And they weren't even like sanded down. <laughs> Yes. Just like raw industrial like metal zippers. Oh man. And do you remember did you ever wear the really baggy sort of jeans or trousers though? Because you used to if it rained, your trousers which covered sorry, your pants which covered your shoes would soak up all the rainwater. I'm not even joking because this is England, right up to your knees and you'd be so like walking around uh, in kind of i mean the the closest would be like jinkos i think is what they're called jinko jeans but they weren't even like that big they were just a bit more what do they call them like pipeline or pipe i'm talking pipe about jeans i don't know they look, these look like some you've taken know, your granny's I, curtains down yeah no i i never wore that stuff because i when when i started wearing more goth type clothes mm. I was very self-conscious about like how small I was because I was really tiny for like Aww. most most of high school. I didn't really sprout up until I was a bit older. Um, so I was very <laughs> self-conscious about how small I was. So I wanted to look, I, I didn't want to look even smaller. So, wig, so wearing like ginormous hoodies and yeah. huge pants, I just looked yeah, that's that's like the absolute worst. When you're like 14, 15, you don't want to look like this tiny little mini man or whatever. Like a little cutie you, patootie. You, no, you want to <laughs> look. You want to look hard. You want to look tough. You know, that was the worst as a guy getting called cute. <laughs> in like in high school, we didn't have a middle school. It was like combined with our high school. So, like seventh and eighth grade were all combined. So you wanted the girls to think you were hot or cool. <laughs> not cute that was like you're you don't have a chance in hell Aww. that's what it was a cue for nah <laughs> friend zone yes yeah so you definitely did not want to be cute so yeah that's why I'd, well it's not why i dressed like that but it was why i dressed in like small like tighter clothes yeah for that makes sure. sense yeah you don't want to look like a sort of little pea head that's sticking out of a sort of bin liner you know yeah yeah definitely <laughs> well it kind of make it kind of makes sense like i always wondered because sometimes i do question i'm like oh gosh like should i still be wearing like skinny jeans like being a dad i but what? yeah why not if you like them where will you want I, yeah i do like them but i just i don't want to look like a child when i'm a dad you know that's not a good look it's like, oh, you look irresponsible. I don't want to look irresponsible. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't think tight jeans make you look irresponsible unless they're really tight, like leggings. And then oh, I'm, or I'm, jeggings? Yeah, I might be a bit, a bit concerned. But no, I don't think suddenly you become a parent and you have to change your image. Well, I don't have a choice because I'm covered in tattoos. I mean, I think a little bit. You don't want to be like... Nah. I don't know. I disagree. I I think it's a bit weird if you if you see dad like if you if you had a dad showed up first day of school with their little girl, their little boy, 
and had bright yellow plaid skinny jeans with suspender straps. I'd applaud him. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, I mean, I think it's more acceptable if you're like someone like Travis Barker or I, I feel like that. Does he have to be famous? Nah. No, no, no. I mean, a, a rock star and can pull that off. I think it's a little bit more acceptable. But if if you're just like a, a like, I don't know, if if you don't have a certain look or a certain image and you're dressing like a child, like still wearing like Abercrombie and Fitch polos, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. Do you did you ever have the the um the fad or the trend of guys wearing like multiple polos? What? <laughs> no. Oh well, we had people wearing obviously long sleeve t-shirts and then the short sleeve on top. That's a very skater image, and that that's kind of quite youthful. Yeah, yeah, that was even popular with guys. Yeah, one of it, I'm talking about for guys. It, girls, oh, oh. girls wore it, but we were the more vest tops over. The no, you you were you were the more like uh, wearing like a bikini over like a short shirt or yeah, something. Yeah, like the Gwen Stefani era. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is with shirts over shirts over shirts? I mean, I don't They're even like putting money. on I don't even like putting on a wife beater. Is that what it's called? And why is it called a wife beater that's so horrible? An undershirt? <laughs> I don't even like wearing undershirts underneath my shirts. My button ups or my dress shirts. I hate it. All these different words. You know you're talking about people dressing too young. The one thing I will find coming from England to America, all you dudes <laughs> All you dudes. And girls. You never grow out of baseball caps, do you? Because we don't do that. You don't do that past about sort of 10 or 15. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say just casual, like always jeans and a t-shirt. I thought that's what you were going to say. Oh, and I it's girls and guys. I couldn't but, believe it. In Missouri, I, everywhere I looked, it was leggings and t-shirts for women and jeans and t-shirts for men. And everyone had baseball caps on. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. what is this? It's like everyone else is everyone else. Who cast a spell on this place? Who who's casting all these people? <laughs> where's 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 the wardrobe designer? Where get him? I out? felt like I was dressed up for an award ceremony, just being in my normal clothes. It was really you weird. Stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I know. It was great though. It was, people it was people were just well, it wasn't great for you because no, everybody horrible. wanted to talk to you and they couldn't understand you. No, it was horrible. <laughs> and you spoke English. Oh my god, Missouri is a wild, weird place. It is. Oh. It is. And the women would wear blue eyeshadow but no other makeup and they'd and then they'd always have their nails manicured, but like no mascara. I don't know. It was just very bizarre. Yeah, and then wearing like a and then trainers like a, or sneakers. Yeah, and then like a, a Vans t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I was like, what's that? But then I noticed that in all the, all the shops didn't have pictures of models or anything. It just said like, jeans oh, shop. Oh, that was so funny. You you thought that was like crazy. You were well, just normally, like, wait, it just says vets and it blew your mind. <laughs> it's like, wait, why is it telling me exactly what it is? I need to be seduced. Come on. Well, like, there was no thought Tickle my taint, you know, like... <laughs> There was no thought behind the names. It would literally be like Tina's hair salon. Great, lovely, and the no pictures, and then oh yeah, vets. I know there was there was no like court courting or dating or dinner in a movie. It was just straight, straight in there. It's like whoa, hey, I I mean I know you want to cut nails, but uh, Jesus, like you know, call it like 
beauty spa or something. Don't call it nails. Is he a soap but with a Z? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's very. It was very uninspirational. I have to be honest, but you know. It was so un- uninspirational. That's why I had to be my own inspiration. That sounds so. I feel like SpongeBob. Imagination, <laughs> like it's just. Oh, it kind of is like that, though, because it's just like, yeah, like it's still a bit like that here in Texas. I've got to be honest, got to be honest. Um, it's not as much, but it is still a little bit like that. No, I I don't think it's as much. No, no, but maybe maybe it's just I know people in Missouri better than I know people here because I spent, you know, half my life in Missouri. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what it is, but. Gosh, I don't know. It's just really wild. I don't know. It's just people just don't really seem to be that interested in things. Because, like, I had to to find my own music. It wasn't until this one friend that I had um, introduced me to a bunch of music. I mean, that was the only friend I had that was, like, really into any type of, like, music other than what was played on the radio. Mm. You know, like, how strange is that? That If you think about it it's really weird so you can imagine not growing up with it i was just like i felt like a kid in a candy shop because i'd never heard any of it i i was yeah it was just you know going back to what you said about the going in the music shops and listening to them stuff with your sister just thinking about it you because i used to wake up on a saturday morning and watch mtv well it was called the chart show or whatever with my sister when i was growing up and you'd see all the music videos i'm just realizing you obviously didn't see any music videos then did you not until i was older when when we moved into our new house we lived right next to my grandma right and she had cable so that kind of opened up my world a bit rock and roll granny (laughs) yeah because my parents weren't around right you know and my grandparents you know kind of part raised me Mm -hmm. so i was over there a lot Ah, okay and that that helped a lot that introduced me to you know mtv and late night sometimes i would spend the night up there and i would just you know my grandparents were really old school it was i was basically like a latchkey kid at their house um, so I'd stay up really late and I uh, just remember watching Adult Swim and watching, uh, what's it called, home home movies or uh, C-Lab and Brack and Zora, like all these weird, crazy, <laughs> crazy shows. Like to my little brain, I thought they were just <laughs> absolutely like crazy. You know, I saw Tenacious D. Um, it, it wasn't The Pick of Destiny. That was the movie. I forget what their show was called. But yeah, just that's really what opened up my world. Then a couple of friends in my life, uh, they they were kind of on the outskirts of the kind of Christianity, mm-hmm. churchy thing. So they, they really kind of opened up my world. And then I, I just kind of ventured from there. Um, but cool. they weren't into, you know, they weren't into taxidermy. They weren't into comics and art or anything parents, like that. Did your parents ever say to them, hey, guys, don't be putting this on? Well, they just didn't even think about it. I think my parents were very naive. Uh-huh. Um, one of my friends, they definitely knew that he was kind of trouble, um, and they didn't like me hanging hanging out with him. Right. But 
I don't know. I was very, I was a very strange kid. Like I just, I, I liked a lot of weird stuff. I wasn't, I wasn't really that into sports and stuff. I played basketball, but so I, I just, because I went to a Christian school, the, the people that were really popular were all the like sports people, really smart people and like the goody two shoe slash smart people Mm. so that really only left me and about five kids (laughs) (laughs) just being the little freak show no seriously because even the nerds like it's not like the movies that you see on tv it was not like that at my school at all like the nerds didn't really get picked on like unless it was by you know the five misfits that i was (laughs) we weren't even friends (laughs) So the nerds were celebrated, were they? <laughs> they weren't necessarily celebrated. They just weren't picked on. And um, because they were smart and because that school was kind of all about like either sports or academia, mm. they were kind of considered like cool or whatever. Oh, weird. All right. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but no, it, it makes it's, it's, they, sense. They were very accepted. So me, it was, yeah, it was literally like five or six kids out of the entire school that were like a bit weird and eccentric or (laughs) into whatever um and i think that's where it started with well it wasn't just with my sister but it was also sorry i'm jumping ahead my sister is you know seven years older than me and i always wanted to hang out with her because my younger sister was way too young. We're, we're all seven years apart. Yeah. So that's huge. I guess you got, yeah. yeah. So I was always kind of like wanting to be older. And then in school, I remember this kid, he was, I thought he was so cool and he was like three or four grades ahead of me, but we were both like kind of misfits. This kid was like a genius. <laughs> he was already making a living racing rc cars what yes in high school like making bank like for for a kid out of how, high school how, he was how, making so bank. how old would he have been he was 16 17 so he was an entrepreneur a little yes. snippet okay. he he bought his own car oh wow he he tuned it all up made made it like <laughs> call them like rice burners but um you know put put nice rims on it souped up the engine he He bought all of that himself by racing freaking rc cars he was like a professional rc car driver at like 16 17 he must have had some guidance from his dad yes his dad was an entrepreneur and uh owned his own business he was like in uh like rock quarry like trade like he was a stone mason like he owned his own like rock quarry but he was also like a stone mason or something he was getting really cool guy all the really stuff cool that guy. we should be getting towards absolutely <laughs> that guy he graduated and like never went to college or anything like he was sad like he just did that then um his brother and his him and his brother both did that and then they went off and started buying up franchises and now they're like <laughs> multi-millionaires wowzers yeah um the last time i saw uh one of so i don't want to say their names but um yeah last time i saw one of them <laughs> he owned like three smoothie kings oh, wow. i'm like wait what <laughs> like the last <laughs> like you because you know when you meet somebody like or you're going to school with them and then you you see them much later in life 
you're not expecting them to be like a multi-millionaire you know what i mean right it's so weird that's so weird to me as well though that that was you know just being a franchisee i know that you'd be a multi-millionaire but smoothie king's huge over here isn't it yeah it's huge Mm. well and it's like he had other investments he had other like he was into stocks and all all sorts of things like it wasn't just the the smoothie kings (laughs) but um (laughs) but yeah smoothie king's really big It'd be like you owning like a, oh, I, can't, I, I don't know the equivalent because I'm not British, but. From Britain. From Britain, yeah. But, um, oh man, well, there's so many like trail-offs. Um, I know, sorry, we keep ping-ponging. No, no, it's, it's fine, it's fine. I, I was, yeah, just, um, yeah, get, getting into music, I think that was, that was really kind of the jumping-off point. Um, and, and like... Yeah, so Rob Zombie, I think, was probably one of my first, like, main kind of influences of my art because he was also an artist. Yeah, and, he's amazing. like, seeing his music videos and stuff, they were just so creative and wild. And I don't know, I just, I don't really remember m- many music videos sticking out to me like his. Uh, maybe Korn's uh, Freak on a Leash because it was done by a comic book artist, uh, you, Tom, Todd McFarlane. Have you ever seen Rob Zombie live? Yes, I have. He's bloody awesome. I was very far away, and I don't know if he was having an off night or what, but I I wasn't... The stage performance was absolutely incredible. Like, it was really, really wild. But as far as, like, the live... I've, I've seen better people live. Huh. I, I had a really good time seeing him live. I thought he was pretty cool who is it we saw black label society they were phenomenal oh my black label society i wasn't even like a massive massive fan like i liked their music but i wasn't like a huge fan and um that was on new year's eve yeah yeah new year's eve and um, 2018 2019 i'll send you the video so you can put them on the failed to do instagram but bloody hell they put on a show it they was put amazing. On, it was so. It's one of those shows. I love seeing live music, like when it's good. I like seeing live music regardless, but when it's when it's on, like it just it sends this electricity through your body mm. that like you can't really get much else no, other than like it's the closest thing I would say it's too is adrenaline like when because i used to i used to race and um i I was kind of a daredevil crazy person um so that's the only thing i can really relate it to is like feeling like you're gonna die but you don't die and it's amazing and exhilarating that you didn't die (laughs) like you you just completely skimmed death (laughs) oh my god well you also used to get into the mosh pits didn't you yeah, not not massively because I got really messed up. Um, like, what I think it was a three inches of blood uh, mosh pit. That's the band. Oh, three right. inches of blood. <laughs> Never heard of them. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're like a. Oh man, what, what, I'm trying to think of the genre type. Um, but it was them. No, no, no. It was a chimera chimera okay it but it three inches of blood went on before them but um yeah anyways i got really messed up and um i just was a bit kind of nervous to to go into it so i kind of always stayed on the outskirts i'd kind of you know like rub shoulders or whatever but i never really went ham in it 
<laughs> I, got, I got really messed up and it just put me off well i had no choice once do you remember we went to see oh yes we went to see <laughs> cky and some guy i still don't know if he did it on purpose i think he did of course he did he I grabbed think he my did. arm i thought he grabbed your purse no he arm. grabbed it was oh. my arm he oh. grabbed my arm we were standing, staying out. Thank the God he pit. got kicked out. What an absolute a hole! And it was, it was. Uh, there was a massive sort of mosh pit going on, but we were staying on the outskirts of it. And this guy who was like windmilling and just being a complete jerk, he was huge as well. He just grabbed my arm, but he pulled me right across the mosh pit, and I went headfirst into the stage. I lost everything out of my handbag, my purse, <laughs> and um, yeah, he he actually got, happened, he got thrown happened, out. Yeah, it happened so fast. Like I. I was like, next thing I know, you're on the ground. Yeah, he threw me like a ragdoll. Yeah, he was a really big dude. But what is with this new moshing? It drives me insane. (laughs) It was not like that when, when I was or when I was going to shows. I was very late to it because of my upbringing. But even when I was going to it. Yeah, it's got ridiculous, hasn't it? It wasn't like that. What's up with all these windmills and freaking karate kicks? And it's like, dude, go to a dojo. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you... Like, where's Mr. Miyagi? Like, get him out of here. Like, you're... <laughs> Like, or are you training to be in Cobra Kai? It's like, so I don't understand. Weird. It's just like, let's see how much damage we can do. Like, if people get broken noses, they're happy about it. I don't get it. Oh, yeah. When I went to see Corn, uh, there was people, th- like, I, I would say every, I would say every about six minutes, there was an ambulance leaving Shut the show. Up. Yeah. Maybe it was just, pretty bad. Are we just getting old, or is this like is this a cool thing? I just don't get no, it. No, I think I think it's just like a relatively new kind of thing. It. I don't get it. People they just ruin the whole they're, show. They're angry. They have a lot of pent up angry. <laughs> pent up pent angry. angry. <laughs> they have a, have a lot of pent up. I, I got a pent up angry. I got a pent up angry. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. Yeah. I don't know. What. What were we talking? About? Yeah. That CKY show was pretty rad, though. Yeah. It was brilliant. I really. It enjoyed was super it, cool. That. that. <laughs> oh yeah. I. I know that was horrible. But before. The, before that, and and once you were okay, and you know, back to screaming and <laughs> you know having a good time. It was fun. Um. Yeah, we've seen so many amazing shows. Iwata was like that for me, too. Same yes, as Black Label Society. They were incredible. So, Iwata, so good. really, really good. Yeah, they will put, like, uh, pillowcases on their heads so you can't see who they are. But it's it makes for a really good show, and the music is just very intense. And it's, yeah. Did we see them twice? Yeah, we did in L.A. Yeah. with um, ninth. Oh, yeah, it was uh, one of our first nights in L.A., actually. We got to see Iwata. 1940, my... Oh, I can't remember that band's name. Thirteen ninety, right? That's what I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. But yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah. And actually, a client now is so wild how small the world is because the guy that got us into that show uh, is now working for a publisher that I he got me the gig working with. Uh, is that uh i don't want to say his name <laughs> I, oh, okay. I don't i don't know i was waiting if, i don't like, know if yeah? i if i can or, or should or whatever but um but another client i get you yeah another client it's just yeah it's really wild and he's been like one of my biggest clients oh that's mad yeah teeny really tiny wild. world teeny tiny 
So do you think some of your earliest influences are still influences on your work or like I think so you, for sure cuz I still I still I still get inspired by Rob Zombie like his films um I I take a lot of inspiration from his color palettes and Oh yeah that um, good, yeah really good like the well you you like the the reds and pinks and I love stuff. Red and pink I, I'm, together. I like them too, but I was more thinking like the the greens and the purples. I use a lot of green and purple. Great color palette. Yeah. Or or like you know complementary colors. I we're so opposite. My my main influence was Nick Park from Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> but that's amazing though. It's amazing inspiration. He's incredibly such a genius. <laughs> fantastic what was it creature just, comforts was like his yeah, first decree- thing wallace, oh, well, wallace so and gromit yeah the wrong trousers and the moon is cheese and yeah the um and yeah he did creature comforts but it's just so that's still one of my favorites so good so gentle and innocent compared to all the, <laughs> the things that influence your stuff it's so funny i know mine was yeah oh i remember <laughs> i remember <laughs> remember the the our neighbors were having a party and they were playing Kid Rock. They were ball. What the ball? I remember that. I mean, gosh, dang. Beastie Boys. My sister was really into Beastie Boys. I always find Beastie Boys a bit annoying, to be honest with you. They are a bit annoying, but... They're shouting that, at you. It's like they're having a go But Brass you. Monkey, when I was a kid and I hadn't heard anything like that before, it was freaking awesome. Yeah. It was so good. And I mean, even Kid Rock, I, I don't really listen to Kid Rock or <laughs> Ball with the Ball or anything. <laughs> But at the time, it was so amazing. Yeah. I still find it funny that I think your your sister and brother always said you'd grow out of liking metal. Yeah, that <laughs> hasn't aged well, has it? They <laughs> no. said that to me. I think I was... They weren't even married. Sorry, it was gross. Um, I can't help it sometimes. You um, burped, for those of you that didn't hear. I oh, you have to... That <laughs> well, I didn't hear. I couldn't hear it, so I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sitting well, next okay. to you, so I, I know... To, I try to move the microphone away from my face, but yeah, I they weren't even married at that that time. I think I was like twelve, thirteen. Dude, like you'll grow out of it. No, I was probably fourteen at the time. Oh, okay. Fifteen. And you just grew more into it, really. Yeah, I did. I started basically creating the merch and imagery for the the bands that they thought I would grow out of. <laughs> Which is awesome. I love it. I think it's so cool. It is really wild how things turn, don't they? Wow, I would have never. It's so funny because as art, like you're pretty hard on yourself too. Like I think most artists are. They're always their worst critic, and it's just so funny because if you were, you know, ten year old little. Stella, <laughs> and you saw your artwork, you'd probably be pretty like, Whoa. Oh, if I saw the artwork I do now at 10, oh, you, I would have loved it. You yeah. would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would have been, and if and if someone told you, at, you know, little Stella, you're going to be making this, you would be like, wait, why? <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> Me? Really? I just wanted to make I could just see you life. now. You're, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so still want, I still want them to come to life. I can't do it. Oh, we will. We will. But well, I, I'm the we, same, though. You like, can't. I, what can you do? 
<laughs> the magic spell. I actually yeah, want them to be real. No, stop motion. No, that's that's still not real. Real. I want them no, to be real. No. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I can't do that unless I become some kind of mad scientist. Um, no, I can animate. Maybe that's my them. next venture. I can animate <laughs> them, but yeah, can you please find a recipe to make them talk and come to life, yeah. please? I'll get uh, Peter Daszak and uh, Dr. Fauci and see what they can cook up in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah, they probably will be able to I'll, do uh, I got I got Dr. Moreau on speed dial and we'll see what he's cooking up on the island. <laughs> oh, man. I, w- I, would, I would like them to come to life. But oh, God. But I have the... I was just... Yeah, I, I have the same thing. I'm so hard on myself, but if I saw my artwork as a 10 or 12-year-old me, I'd be like, Why? Oh, yeah. what? I would love, I'd be all over it. Yeah, and I bet if you told little 10-year-old you, you know, some of the clients that, you, that you've worked with, I bet you'd have been like, no I way. I know, I've worked no for, I mean, I've skated some of the skateboards that, you know, I've the companies that I've worked with, the the bands I listen to their music, like, yeah, it's it's so cool. it's really cool. But um, yeah, I think I think this is a this is a good place to kind of wrap it up. Okay, dope. Um, that was really fun. I mean, kind of went in a different direction, but I think it kind of stayed on topic. <laughs> um, as much as we can. Yeah, I mean, there's so many influences, but um. Yeah, I, I think they they just came much much later for me. Yeah, and they're still coming. It's still coming, yeah, because I'm going back in time further and further and further. That's kind of what I'm on about now, just going back as far as I can and that's finding true. people. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty cool. It is because they had something like mm-hmm. they had they had like a spark. So we we can talk about it in a, another episode, but okay. um, yeah, really 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 cool cool talking about uncle hans oh, God, <laughs> Bless that guy. Him. yeah but um yeah i hope y'all enjoyed it yep. and hope we we make you laugh every time i mean i i try to do that as much as i i can sometimes i'm more funny than others <laughs> well, it other depends. Times, we're but. parents now some sometimes you know no, but it's it's a muscle. It's a muscle. The more you use it, the more you think funny, the funnier you're gonna be. <laughs> so I'll I'll get to the point where you know I'm just starting to like peel over myself because it, it's just. <laughs> Sometimes you say things, and as you're saying it, you're just like, "Why am I saying this?" That was one of those moments. <laughs> I was just thinking, man, to get through a whole episode without you talking about pee or jizz. <sighs> But no. Well, you're the one who brought the, the second one up. I didn't bring that <laughs> one up. Anyways, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it, and I hope you have a great week. Thank you again for all your support and your comments and reviews, your DMs, yep. reviews. It's so thankful, or we're so thankful. It really brightens our day, it lifts our spirits, it makes us feel like it's, it's worth it, and... Um, you know that that's what we're kind of doing this for trying to reconnect trying to make people laugh trying to put good energy out there hopefully people you know get something out of it that's that's what we're wanting um so yeah until next time we'll catch you next week